welcome back to 100 Steps to Drag, the podcast where I, Natasha Hundreds, sit down with your favorite drag artists and ask them, how did you become such a professional, such a beautiful entity? And speaking of beautiful entities, today in the House of Hundreds production studio, one beautiful entity, she's been my sis for as long as I can remember. So fun to watch. She's a seamstress. She's down to earth. She is Catalina de Isla. Hi. Thank you so much for finally having me on. Am I the first one in your studio? No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. And this is something that I recently just like launched, I guess, like recording live because it was over Zoom. Yeah. And it's fine. It's over Zoom is so much more convenient than recording in, in person. Right. But like, I feel like in person is so much more. Right. More we can fun. look at each other. Yeah. Like, like oh kiki. My God. Yes, yeah. your drag look looks so sickening right now. I know, Thanks right? Getting in drag. I'm sorry you guys can't see this, but I'm like in full drag. Full defeated by me. <laughs> <laughs> A full-on gown, you know, stone tights, everything. Yes. We're in full drag. I'm sorry, yeah, you guys can see this. Yes. But Catalina, the, today's topic is hooking up in drag. Purr. Purr. I, I know have that no you, experience. I'm just kidding. You're like, I don't know why you have me here for this topic, because I don't know shit. I'm very experienced. I mean, I've never done it. I've had experiences like, you know, trade in the bar and everything. Mm -hmm. Do you remember like the first time that you were like, ooh, I want to do this? You know what? It's so funny because when I started doing drag, like my first two years, I had other drag queens that are like, Kat, like you should do this. Like you've never tried this. And I'm like, you know what? To each their own. I'm like, it's not my thing. Because at the time, like I was like, not saying that I'm not as passionate a drag performer now than I was back then, but it was more like I was so focused in like making a name out of myself in my head, like doing something like that would ruin my reputation to some extent. And so that's why I was like, no, like you can do it. And like, you have fun. For me, I can't. But then, <laughs> I mean, there was. <laughs> One night that, you know, typically like I'm very like in drag and I'm sure you can like attest to this. Like I'm very like outgoing and like I love to talk to like a lot of people. And there was like one individual that I was just like, I just connected with and it never crossed my mind that we were going to end up doing what we were going to end up doing. But it was just more like it kind of just led to that. And then I was like, it happened. And I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. But it never continued. There was like a span where I was like, you know what? Like, that was fun, but I don't think I'm gonna continue doing it. But I mean, I guess just over time, I was like, just let it happen. It's cause like, it's so interesting that you say that you didn't want to like, quote unquote, like ruin your reputation because there's such a like misconception about like experiencing your sexuality the way you want to do it and be like, oh my God, people talking shit. So it's like, right. girl, but I'm glad that you're doing this. As, as you, long as you enjoy it, girl, go at it. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. And like, I, you know, I feel like I'm not affecting anyone other than maybe that other individual who's possibly married and has a girlfriend. Ooh. But at the end of the day, that's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But the amount of straight men that are interested in, in drag queens is... Yeah. It's wild. Not just drag queen, but like trans women and like, you know, everyone like in the queer community. Like, I feel like now, especially during this time too, so many people are so open now. I feel like, like now, like people are so open and like comfortable and like really discovering themselves. And I feel like they're kind of like, I guess some can say experimenting, but I feel like kind of like testing the waters, you know? Testing the waters. I like that. Yeah. And like a Taste lot. Taste this water. I <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> 
At, at one point, I kind of stopped being that guinea pig experiment, you know? I was more like, you know what? Like, I need to know my worth. Whether it's hooking up in drag or hooking up as a like, geo, that's like my guy form. I like, I felt like I was just somebody's like play thing, you know? And I was like, you know what? Like, I took a step back, a hundred steps back. Ah! <laughs> you know, like, I need to, like, everybody needs to realize their self worth. Like, if that's what you want to do, and if that's like a kink or a role play, that's different, you know? But sometimes we just need to like think like, okay, is is it benefiting me or is it benefiting them more? You know? Mm-hmm. If it's benefiting both of us, then let's get it on, yeah. you know? No, that makes so much sense because a lot of the times we'll, again, and hooking up in general, the intentions can be not on the same page. So maybe like you are trying to like build like this beautiful relationship and connect with somebody and the other person just wants to get off. Right. And it's okay to have like things like that as long as you're on the same page. Yeah. Or at least for me in the past, it's been more like, I'm like very passionate when it comes to like sexual intercourse and stuff. But if the other individual's not open to that, then like I'll kind of like backtrack and be like, all right, cool. Like let's just hit it and quit it Mm -hmm. and leave. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Honestly, I don't have a whole lot of experience like hooking up in drag because to me it's like a little uncomfortable because it's a lot going on. Like the hair and everything and I'm like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, no, and, and that's like a, a thing that I still struggle with. <laughs> um, mostly the hair, you know, when I'm giving the gl- gl- 3000. <laughs> but like, listen, I know some drag queens, I can't relate because I know a lot of drag queens pat. She's a body, gr- <laughs> a body queen. She's a body body I mean, when I'm coarse of the house down i'm giving body yaddy yaddy but no that's yeah there's there's struggles in that where especially if you're doing it after performance at least for me i try not to do it because i feel icky mm-hmm. or i'll be sweating and then I'll, or i'll feel like i like i smell sometimes i'm like you know what maybe not tonight tonight we went too hard for the audience tonight is just a hand job oh, well. <laughs> oh my god you're like i have nails on let's just you know keep it to a hand actually job. i don't wear nails you don't either. wear nails. oh my god i'm not a real drag queen ah. you me on here oh my god don't let the facebook girlies find oh, out oh no <laughs> honestly they're probably talking about me they found my page and they're like who is this <laughs> do you have a grinder or like a dating profile for um, uh, for hooking up i actually have Catalina? several <laughs> oh my god let me see okay i'll, I'll keep mentioning apps and you'll see okay, maybe period. if you have oh, them or yeah. not okay scruff oh no not scruff though sniffies i do have a sniffies adam for adam <laughs> Ah, uh, my boy form, yes. Really? Mm. Oh my god, I didn't know people had that one. Yeah. So. When I'm desperate, I'll go through all the apps, you know? <laughs> I've been there. I'm not even judging because I'm like, fuck, no, yeah. ju- no luck, anything. I know. Sometimes just, I have those nights where I have no luck and like that's when I'm the H word, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's other nights where I'm like not even feeling it and then everyone all of a sudden starts messaging me, what are you doing? What's up? You're and like, I'm like, oh. really? You're like, I had Chipotle for dinner. Yeah. I'm not trying to do all that. Exactly. <laughs> okay, let me think what, other Bumble? Bumble, I have it as my boy form. Okay, yes. yeah, cause that's more like friends and dating. Yeah. Same with Hinge. I don't have Hinge anymore. I couldn't get into it. I'm, what was it about? I just didn't really like, I guess, the layout. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. I, I've, I've never had Hinge. So is yeah. it like similar okay. to Grindr or Tinder? Not at all. I would say, yeah, probably kind of like similar to like Bumble slash Tinder, but it's like its own unique app. Mm. Yeah. Sounds kind of uh, mm. complicated. Some people have good luck. Not me. <laughs> I mean, like, not I, but... Yeah, not I, but everyone else has, seems to have it. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, how about Growler? Growler, I have it as my boy. 
I feel like Growler is more yeah. like my type of like, you know, I guess body yaddy yaddy, like physique, right? Like, yeah, it's for, I mean... Yeah. I guess it's for anybody, but yeah. I feel like it's mostly catered to, like... To bears. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a, I'm a cub, love. You're, you're a cub. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> what other apps are out there? Mm, it's like uh, grinders, Nippy. Tinder, I do have a Tinder, Tinder. as both. As well, no. Okay, as both, but I'm not on my guy form anymore. I'm on my... My goddess. My goddess. Yeah, 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 they're perfect. <laughs> oh, I, I do have the G, the G app, the famous grinder. Oh my god. Um, but okay, let me tell you though, the amount of times I've made a new profile on Grinder because I get banned is insane. Who do they ban you? What? Uh, well, okay, first of all, some guys will offer me money uh -huh. and I'll be stupid and be like, all right, cool. You know, not like knowing that like Grinder has, I guess, certain like keywords that mm -hmm. will automatically ban you. And I'm like, yes, give me <laughs> Let's like, do it. give me $50 for, dollars, yeah. for whatever. But I, I'm a prof like, I'm good now. Like, I know the words. I'm very careful of how I like. You're like roses? Ah! <laughs> Generous? Yeah. Oh, no, that is a big one. You really? Cannot, you can't say that. <sighs> Clearly can tell that I'm not experienced in that. I'm like, let's. No, I, I mean, no, like, I mean, there's certain like ways to say it without actually saying it, uh -huh. and they'll understand. What if you send like little money emojis? Ah, uh, I've never done that. I don't really like try that one. <laughs> let me oh, know how it yeah, works. Okay, let me. Yeah, we'll do a part two, everyone. And then, yeah, and then when I get banned, I'll just send you a screenshot. I'll be like, thanks, Natasha. <laughs> thanks, Rachel. Thanks a lot. <laughs> but yeah, no. So the amount of times I've been banned on Grinder is crazy, to the point where they like ban my whole device. They do that. They ban like device ban. Which I have no idea. Usually when I get banned, like I'll make a new profile, like I'll delete the app. Yeah. I'll make a new profile and it it's works. A different email, yeah. And it only works for like for a certain amount of times. And I know this because <laughs> Again, I've been banned several times. Because my old iPhone XR, I was device banned. And then when I upgraded to like the newest iPhone, I was like, okay, like yeah, we're good. We're, we're back on it. <laughs> the guys at ATT were like, sir, this is the fourth time in what? two months that you've been here. I'd be like, oh my god, I lost my phone again. <laughs> I need a new one. No, but then this one, I was like, okay, this is a new phone. It means, like, it's not recognized. Like, let me be more careful. Mm -hmm. No. Didn't even last, like, a couple of months in my device band. And so I have, like, an Android phone, right? Which, listen, the, to the users that have Android, I give you props because they have amazing app. They have a cloning app. Because I'm banned on there, too. Oh, uh, on the know. cloning app? No, on the on, on just the, the device. Oh, okay. So the cloning app clones the app and recognizes it as, like, a whole, like, new device. If y'all want to know this app, let me know. Hit me up, <laughs> please. Unbook me. <laughs> Honestly, I've been tempted to, like, go Android because they do have very cool apps. Yes. And, like, ringtones and everything. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I just don't okay. like the interface. Other yeah. than that, if all those apps were on the iPhone, oh god. And then like when start like a group message with somebody and like it's yeah. green, oh, I'm like no, you're like no, yeah, honestly. <laughs> so stupid, but uh, I know you're like, Ugh. and it's always that one friend that does like he hates or she hates iPhones yeah. and apples, and I'm like, okay. Well, thanks for making our chat green. Literally. I hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs> have you ever had like a creepy like guy like at the bar in drag? Yes. 
I've had a creepy experience like hooking up and then a creepy encounter at a bar. So the creepy encounter was at the infamous 340 nightclub. Ooh. Uh, every drag queen's favorite. <laughs> every drag queen's uh, first playground. Oh, that was actually my first really? playground. Not yes. mine, but, <laughs> no? but a, lot of, a lot of girls started at 340. Yes. Um, but no, it was there and, and I'm sure some of, if anyone's hearing this and, and performs there a lot, knows there's like a certain individual man who's always there. And I've seen him there and some of my drag queen friends have played with him and he's tried to approach me and I've kind of just respectfully declined, you know? And I remember one time he just kept like following our friend group. He like followed us there and then I got up to go get like water or something or use the restroom and he like caressed like my butt, right? Or like he like touched it. And like, I felt so icky and so disgusted. Like I just, obviously there was no consent. So I turned around and I, and I was so mad. I've never, like, I don't ever try to get like physical violence cause that's not my thing, that's not my gig. I turned around and I'm like, I don't even know what I said. I was just so angry, but pretty much I kind of was like, don't ever do that again, right? And he, he didn't even say anything. So then I come back and then my friends and I, we leave. He like follows us. And I remember I cornered myself cause, and I, and I kind of did this with my hand, like go, you can go first or you can go ahead. And then when he was going to pass me, he got so close to my face and he's like, you're so fucking sexy. <gasps> oh my, I literally, my, my like face went like sideways and closed my eyes and I could just feel his breath. It was, I, I felt so uncomfortable. But that was like the only time that I really was like, felt uncomfortable mm -hmm. i mean there's been like drunk encounters but i'm like okay whatever like they're just like saying things you know they're not really making me feel uncomfortable yeah but as far as hookup this was out of drag though does that count or? i guess it counts yeah yeah okay so i mean long story short i had met this guy who didn't even make me aware that he was doing drugs or he was like you know partying you yeah. know pmp whatever and so i showed up and he was like really like on something and we didn't even end up doing anything. And so when I was like, you know, hey, I even told him, I was like, hey, we're not gonna do anything. I'd rather just leave because it's really late. Yeah. And he would not let me like leave. He was just like, oh, like if you leave, they're gonna hear you and I'm gonna be in trouble. And I'm like, who's they? Like he was just like hallucinating yeah. or something and he would not let me leave. And he was like about to get physical. And I told him, I was like, listen, if you hit me, I'm gonna hit back and I'm not gonna stop. I'm a man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and so eventually like he let me go. And when he opened the door, he like pushed me out. And I almost fell because I wasn't expecting that push. Yeah. It was scary, but I've like learned. And after that experience, I like deleted that G app for like months because I was like, imagine what could have happened. It can be very dangerous. It can. Yeah, because you're literally going to strangers' houses. Yeah, or strangers are coming to your house. Yeah, you, you never know. know. Yeah, I've been threatened too sometimes, yeah. Because I either don't meet up with somebody or this and that, though I've been threatened where they're like, I'm gonna find your next gig and I'm gonna like do all this. Yeah, I had this one guy who, I, I wouldn't even call him a guy, he was like a boy, like he wanted to like hook up. And again, I respectfully declined. It's okay to decline, yeah. you know, if you're not into it, you, it's you're not consent. into it. Exactly, you know, people have declined me and it's okay. Like I get it, I'm not gonna be like, well, why not, yeah. you know? <laughs> so I had declined this guy because at first he's like, <clears throat> I can host you in my room. And then I was like, okay, even though I was still not into it. And then he's like, actually, there's like a community pool bathroom that we can do it in. And I was like, what? No, you know? Too and, sketchy, too right. sketchy. And he kept like flip-flopping 
but like the whole time he was not getting the point that I was not interested. And so then he like got triggered or something. And all of a sudden was like, I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna kill you. Like, yeah, this and that. And I ended up blocking him, right? You had to. Yeah, exactly. For your own safety. Exactly. And this guy would make new accounts. I already knew it was him from his threats. And it was like, it was scary, you know? Cause it's like, I don't do anything bad to people like this. You know, they're just like, so like in their heads or whatever, I don't know. Like these people need help, like special treatment, you know? If they're gonna be saying things like that and threatening, you know? So There's bigger scary. issues, yeah, that they have. Right. That is wild. It is. I've never had anything like that. I feel like in I drag- I hope you don't. I hope I never do. I think that it's not even that bad. Like one time I was performing at the frat house. Yes. The frat, and mm -hmm. you know the frat house is this establishment that is very frequented mm -hmm. by people who enjoy to partake uh, sexual activities with either trans girls or drag queens mm -hmm. or cross-dressers. And that was so so correct. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And it's uh, mostly older gentlemen that go, right? Too? Yeah, okay. and it's mostly older people. So like this guy had like talked to me inside the bar or whatever. I was like, oh yeah, cool. And it's just like, hi, or whatever. He didn't even buy me a drink or nothing. I was like, okay, cool. Rude. So when I was just like leaving and grab my stuff, I was still like, I think I was still in drag at that time. This is years ago. And when I got to my car, like he was like, kind of like there waiting. He's like, hey, where are you going? And I'm like, first of all, how did you know which one's my car? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I have to go have another gig, bye. And <laughs> just like ran out of there. <laughs> yeah, all you have to do in instances like that where you don't know anyone's intentions is to be kind and nice and just mm -hmm. be like, I'm so sorry, like I gotta I make up something, you know? Cause it can be scary. You never know like what these people can do at yeah. the end of the day. And that goes for anything. Cause anything can happen in this world, you know? It's not just us drag queens. It can be like regular individuals, especially women, you know? Mm -hmm. Or going to a bar or like yeah. outside. Mm -hmm. People's fucking crazy. People are scary. We were just talking about this before filming recording that we're, we're so into like true crime. Oh yes. <laughs> and I, that makes me a little bit extra paranoid. Mm -hmm. It's It's insane. It makes us paranoid, but it also makes us ready and prepared. Cause like we know those like red flags and we can like be like, you know, we can spot them really fast. Yeah. And be like, okay, I gotta be careful with this person because we don't know their intentions. Exactly. We don't know what they can do. I do not want to end up on a true crime podcast. <laughs> One time I was on the G app mm -hmm. and this guy was like, oh yeah, come over and whatever. He was like at a university. Oh, ooh, <laughs> I was like, best. okay, whatever. And I pull up and he's like, oh yeah, like meet me over here. And he's like getting me to his dorm through like the fire exit. What? It was weird. I was like, okay, cool. But like, I guess it kind of made sense because it was directly to the mm. door of his dorm. I was like, okay, I guess it's not weird. But we started, you know, getting into it, having fun. We we're doing a, a little rough. I was like, okay, that's fine. Uh, at some point, like he started choking me, which is fine. That's, we agreed to that. I was like, okay, this is fun. But at some point I feel like it was like a little too much. And I was like, okay, oh shit. In my mind, I was like, I have no safe word. What am I gonna do? Oh my God. And what I thought it was like, I just like scratched his back. I was like, if they find my body, <laughs> his DNA is gonna be underneath right? my fingernails. I know it's, you know, and speaking of like hooking up and like true crime, the podcast that I was telling you about, Crime Junkie, they have this whole like, if I go missing folder and you just put things like that in case I go missing, you put like your information, mm -hmm. your phone code, like things like that where like, if you were, go to, if you were to go missing, hopefully knock on wood, you don't mm -hmm. like, they can try to like find yeah backtrack like your steps and everything and also too like with my drag friends and like my you know high school regular friends or i have their find my iphone or like you know yeah, like, their location i share the location yeah, yeah and if i feel like i'm in a situation where it feels kind of sketch like if i'm going to like some hotel room i'll text like 
mainly Contessaurus Rex or Tony, because <laughs> she knows I love to play a lot. I'm like, hey babes, like I'm gonna be here, this is the room number, mm -hmm. in case of anything happens. And he'll be like, okay babe, like be safe, whatever. Have fun, yeah. Exactly, and and then I'll text him and be like, all right, like I'm good, or whatever, you know, just to kind of like make them like, Yeah, not, safe, I'm like, okay, she's not dead. Like, yeah. Exactly. No, and this guy was like super apologetic. I feel like, I don't know if I told him like stop or something. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, okay, he was just like. He was just so into it. Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay. this pussy good. <laughs> oh my god. And I don't know if a lot of people know this, but you happen to have another social media. Oh, another social media platform? Yes. And OnlyFans. You do, yeah. Yes. How did that start about? You know what's so funny is that one of my kinks is filming. This was way before I even thought about having an OnlyFans or even filming anything. That's one of my kinks is just like filming, like very homemade, amateur, like public scenes. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot of these videos. And at the time, my old iPhone was, it was just taking up storage. And my phone was like, oh, you better delete stuff. You wanna like keep doing all this. And I was just gonna delete them. And I was talking to, again, Contessaurus Rex and my other friend, Danny. And I think might've been Tony or both of them uh, mutually. They were like, why don't you just like start an OnlyFans and just start uploading them there? Like kind of like a, like a Google drive for you, you know? And yeah. then you can make some <laughs> coin instead of paying for Google. Store these things. Exactly. Yeah. And then I was thinking of all those things things that we were talking about before the podcast like I was just like no because like I feel like if anyone finds it they're gonna judge me they're gonna have this new perception of me they're gonna all these things all these negative things you know and then at the end of the day it just kind of came down to it doesn't even matter like I want to do what I want to do and if they want to have like these perceived like notions or whatever of me then that's fine that's on them yeah but if they really knew me they would know that I'm not like a bad person. I'm not like a mean person. I mean, only if I'm in a situation where it's like, you know, where I have to be, but even then I don't like to be. So it was just more like YOLO, fuck it, you know? And I did it and I started, I didn't upload them all at once. Cause listen, like I'm not that type of girl. Justification, I'm gonna break you know? them down, I have a schedule, you know? If you're it. subscribed, you would know. <laughs> but yeah, and then, I knew to promote it, to make some coin, honey, I had to make like a separate Twitter, like an mm -hmm. alternate Twitter. And that I was gonna make private, but then I soon found out that if I'm private, no one's gonna no one's follow, gonna no one's it. gonna yeah. see it. So that was like another thing where I was like, oh my God, if I make it public, someone's gonna find it. And ultimately I made it public. Some of the girls found out. I didn't hear it directly from them, but I heard it directly from other people. Through that... the grapevine. Exactly. And I kind of knew it and I know who those people are. So if you're listening to this, I know who you are and I will find you. <laughs> Kill you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, very like, you know, a, a taken movie. So like, you know, they found out and you know, they've had like things to say, but at the end of the day, like th that does not affect me because you know what? Half, if not most of these girls are doing the same thing, but they are not entrepreneurs. They are not business women. They're they, not getting their bag. Exactly. Uh, and I am. <laughs> you are any. You know, and, and that's how I like to see it. You know, it's like more like, you know what? Like, this is my thing. If you stumbled upon it, cool. Follow me, subscribe, support me. Like, you're not supporting my drag. I see I see you not coming to my shows. So the least you can do is support my OnlyFans. Period. <laughs> um, but I'm kidding. But yeah, it was like a huge thing where I was like, I was weighing the options. It wasn't like, oh yeah, let me just do it. You know, I was thinking of like the longer term of like, will this affect my reputation or will this affect maybe my bookings and stuff? And oh, I just kind of completed a year now having my OF. Congratulations. You know? oh my God, one yeah. year anniversary. Hey, and this is how we celebrate. Hey. <laughs> I 
love it because again I think a lot of those were like preconceptions of like sex work mm -hmm. and all the things that society has imposed on us of mm -hmm. like oh sex work is less than any other work and I'm like bitch no right. sex work is just as valid and it's just as hard as yeah. any other kind of gig right so I'm like get your coin bitch right and you just said it beautifully I'm like they're doing the same thing they're just not charging I'm getting my bag exactly because I'm sure they're thinking the same thing like if somebody finds out they're gonna see me see me doing this they're gonna have this like you said like this perception of me and that it might change and sure it might change it might not but at the end of the day if that's what you like to do and that makes you happy then do it and that goes for any job or anything you know don't do something that you're gonna like hey exactly. I love sucking cock I'm sure you do <laughs> I'm sure you do you have to enjoy your work you know and I love that you're doing it. Right, and I'm making coin. You're living the best, the American dream. I'm living my best life right now. Literally, I love that, yes. I love that. But I have thought, like, if I was ever in a relationship, I would definitely, like, let that significant other know that I have that. I mean, I don't know if I would stop it, if I would be, like, in a monogamous or polyamorous relationship, but I would let them know. I feel like I would commit and maybe, like, take a pause. Mm -hmm. Or if they're open to it, then them and I could uh, continue the journey. Period. You know? Yeah. No, that's an. I haven't even thought about that because you're right. You know, the, whoever you decide to get in a relationship with, they have to be okay with that. I have baggage. <laughs> Slight baggage. Yes, a little bit. So if anyone is interested. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this and you. Please. Kellyness is, is wonderful. Please. I've never been in a relationship. You've never been in a relationship? Can you believe? Dig on that. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. No, really. Interesting. Is it? <laughs> I think so. I should be on the Guinness World Record of being a girl. Yeah, I'm sure there's people that it's been dry now. Honey, so I don't oh think we God. can take it that far. I'm not dry. Uh, I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> What's your ideal type of person? My ideal? You know, it's. What are you looking for in a partner? Cock. Uh, well, these heights. Um, Eight inches of pure fun. Um, you know what? I'm not a size queen. Yes. It's not the I mean, size of the boat. It's the motion of the uh, ocean. Exactly. You know what? I think over the years, it's changed. Like, the type of person that I'm attracted to. Like, when I was younger, it was very, like, oh, like, very muscle, very cute, jock, you know? But now, like, as I'm almost hitting 30... <laughs> Like, I just it just hit me. Starts crying. <laughs> no, no, now that I'm always like I'm I, like I'm older, so I am attracted to just like the person's vibe, whether that's the personality, their like look, just how they like come off. You know, it's not even about looks. These past few years that I've been kind of like seeing who I'm attracted to. If you were to ask my younger self, like, oh, this is who you're gonna like in the future, I'd be like, no way, they're not my type, whatever. But now, like, I feel like I, I like see people's like aura, like their soul, you know, and that's what I'm really attracted to. Like, I like this individual, and I don't, I kind of hinted, but they're not, they don't roll that way, and I respectfully, I have to like accept that, you know. But they're like so amazing and so kind, and like they do support like what I do, and like they see it, like we follow each other, but like they will never know. <laughs> if yes. this person's listening to this, <laughs> yes. What would you, know you tell who, them? Oh, oh my God, um, marry me. <laughs> but no, I mean, and it's and it's crazy to like think that I've been single because they're like some people are like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, and I'm like, girl, no one Why? died, like exactly, like, and and I think about this because listen, like one of my best friends, he just got like a divorce, and he felt like those years from 21 to like 28. Now he's gonna be 28 this year. Felt those were wasted. Whereas for me, I was having a good old yeah, time, you know? Yeah. And like, but I do wish that I had someone to just create those memories and just like, 
you know, like just have someone there to like cuddle me and stuff, <laughs> whatever. Like, I think everybody wants that, but that's why we have friends with benefits. Literally, <laughs> and be like, hey, what you doing? Yeah. Up. Now, even now, I'm just like, could I be in a relationship? Like, could I actually commit? Because I'm so used to just being alone that sometimes I crave those, like, I need somebody like with me, but then like I have those cravings where I'm like, you know what, like give me some space. I like you know? independent. Exactly. I'm an independent queen. You are an independent woman. You yeah. are. And that's I think that's the, one of the hardest parts of like being in a relationship, at least from my perspective, because mm-hmm. I'm also very independent. So mm-hmm. when I got in my relationship, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's not only like what I want to do or like looking after my intentions. It's like shared now. It's yeah. like you want to please them while they're also pleasing you or yeah. whatever. You have to yeah. find like middle ground exactly i don't try to stress i think younger me would stress about the future i'd be like where am i going to be in five years what am i going to do that it's like no like you don't know if in five years you're still going to be here like that's the reality of it you just want to live in the moment enjoy who is in your life right now and who's supporting you on the sidelines etc etc and you have a great support system oh yeah Uh, i like to think so (laughs) no you do even if it's small i see them they see me and that's all that matters you don't it's not about quantity yeah about like quality relationships yeah because yeah. i see your relationship with like Conchasaurus and uh, danny and i'm like oh those three are like yeah. so cool and we're also so stupid but like <laughs> you know that's what makes us us <laughs> Did you find him through drag or before? Yes, yeah, so I actually found Danny through drag mutuals and then Tony <laughs> another through drag, but like during COVID. Like I was live with Torta Jugosa, my sis, and then Tony was on there chatting it up. And then I just said, Tony, or I said, Kantasara is set on my face or something like that. <laughs> as a joke. And yeah. they're like, bet. And so like from there on, it kind of just sparked into like amazing friendship. And we're also um, air signs. So I think that's what kind of makes us scissor sisters. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to get into more astrology, but it's, yes. it's kind of hard. It's a lot to it, it really take. is. I only know like what I know because of like another friend who's like, she's so into it. She's such a She's witch. like, you're not compatible because they're a water sign and you are an air sign. And like, whatever that means, yes. Yes, you're right. Yes, thank you so much, expert. I I can't, I, I can't with water signs. Are you, you're water sign. Oh no. You know what? I but, knew you were, I somehow I knew, I was gonna say cancer, but listen, I love cancers because my sister, my best friend, my sister, she's a cancer. But you guys are crybabies. We are, I'm oh. so sensitive. Are you crying right now? And I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, it's so funny because like, yeah, I'm so sensitive. Like I had like a, such a shitty week at my boy mm. job and I was like about to lose it. And I'm like, this is not a big deal. Yeah. Like now this morning that I'm more calm, I'm like, this is not a big deal. Yeah. What was I fucking thinking? Yeah. No, I've learned to, I, I, I know how to talk to cancers because of my sister growing up. Like anything would trigger her and get her emotional. But for some reason, I attract a lot of uh, Pisces. And I cannot stand Scorpios. I'm so sorry if anyone's a Scorpio. They are a handful from what they I've can heard. Be. Yeah. yeah. I have a star. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And it's so funny because I think I am a, my son's in Cancer, so like my main sign, but a lot of the other planets are a Leo. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I, I can see that. I'm a triple air sign. So my main one is Gemini. And then I think, I don't know exactly which one, but like my moon is like Aquarius and the other one's a Libra. I'm fucking Libra. I feel like Walter Mercado up in this gig. Yeah, right. Oh my God. But let's take it back to drag. Yes. How yes. long have you been doing drag? Oh God. Um, I think I just hit four years. Crazy. Like that first night at 3.40, I just did it for shits and giggles, honestly. I had been practicing putting on makeup. My debut was November 31st, I think, or 30th. But that was like the night I performed. But I was practicing makeup since March. 
and I was like almost doing it not every day but like every other day because I at the time I was living with my parents and I had to like hide all of that late at night I would just like sneak like and just practice yeah and then I was talking to some old co-workers. I mean, we're, we're still friends, but we don't like, talk as much. Hey, should I just like sign up and just do it? And they're like, do it, do it, do it, we'll go. And I did it and they all came out and showed out and I ended up winning that night actually. Oh, you know how it's like a competition on Fridays? Yeah. And then from there, Danny. Oh my God, mother? shout out to Alessandra Divine. Right, she's not my mother, but you know. Yeah. She's mother to all. She's mothering. Yeah, exactly. She approached me and she had her brunch at Orange. I don't know if you remember, it was like an old brunch. She was like, hey, I have a brunch. I would love for you to be a part of it. And honestly, like, I think I've been so lucky where nowadays I feel like baby track queens have or struggle to like find bookings. I feel like I was blessed from people or through people like finding me and asking me, you know? But it's okay to ask too, you know? I've, I've asked. Yeah, we've all know? asked. Yeah, and it's not bad. It's not saying like, just sit back and things will happen, you know? You gotta make things happen. But I think like that first year that I didn't know what I was doing, I was just like helped. And like people saw like the potential. Yeah. They were like, mama, you have to lose the beard. <laughs> oh, you know what though? Have you seen those pictures? I've seen those oh pictures. My God, you know she was serving, right? She was serving yeah, she, bearded queen. Real. I should have just stayed as a bearded queen. Honestly, huh? yeah. honestly, that would have been Yeah, four years. I'm still going at it. I love it more. Do your parents know now? That oh yes. Oh yeah. How did you go about telling them? Because my mom doesn't know I do drag, so right. I, I need I, advice I now. I know that because like I listened to your podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like a whole story. So my mom knew that I was a flaming homosexual. Since I was young, as mothers do, as parents know. We all know. I think my dad knew too, but he was just in denial, or he didn't want to accept it. Denial is a river in Egypt. Egypt. Your, your son, hu your <laughs> husband is gay. <laughs> so I told my mom, I have like kind of like two coming outs, coming out as like m myself. And I told my sister first, and then my mom, and they were both accepting, loving, no reaction. And then my friends, same. The one person that I was so afraid of was my dad, because he's from Michoacan, Mexico, and like very machista, very. And I understand, like, listen, if I grew up in his shoes, I'd probably have that same mentality. So that was the scariest thing. And I was like, once I come out to my dad, like, I can come out to the world, pretty much. Like, he's the only person that I'm scared of, you know? And so eventually, like, I did, and it was like a weird, like, it wasn't the best coming out, but now we're on good terms you know it was like maybe like a year or two after coming out that i started playing with makeup and then he found my makeup case and i remember coming home from work one time he's like what's this and then i told him but by then i had already been out like to the public for like two years and i was already thick skinned but i i, I said my god and i told him i was like listen this is what i like to do this is what i want to do either you're here to support me or you're not you're like, or you're not a part of my life, kind of a thing. I kind of just cut to the chase. Yeah. And then my mom, like, she had to, like, step in. Because I, I even told them, I was like, the reason why I'm still under this roof is because of mom, not even because of you. Like, I felt like you've never supported me. I just laid it out, you Yeah, know? you let him like, have it. Uh-huh. And then my mom stepped in. She's like, no, you're not going anywhere. And you, like, stop or whatever. You know, to my dad. And, like, so every now and then when I would do, like, makeup looks or, or go to a gig, I could just feel, like, the disgust or, like, just, like, those, like, you know, things. And I just kind of ignored it. Even though like deep down it did hurt, I was like, I wish he would just kind of like see that I like doing this and stuff. So it was it was not like the easiest, but by then I was kind of more comfortable and I stood my ground. I'm like, this is who I am. This is me. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, but then 2021, like in December, we found out that he was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, and so that kind of changed 
everything. He did like a 180. Cause obviously like that, it's like kind of like almost like a life death situation, you know? Mm -hmm. And so he kind of just thought of like everything that he pretty much knew kind of went out, out of his he head. And I remember I think he was just so regretful and like a he ended up apologizing to me and expressing like that he's always like loved me and stuff um and then funny enough well i guess not funny enough ironically he needed a donor like blood like a like a blood donor and i was the only one to match him you're like well, well i was like well. well look at how the tables turned see you later no listen we can make light of the situation because it was dark times for mm -hmm. us but i i did do it and that was on my birthday last year yeah oh my god i know how is he doing now he's uh, he's great he he's mobile oh my god going back to drag i've been doing it for four years i'm so happy and grateful for the opportunities and the venues and the people that i've met it's been great. And you're so fun to watch. Oh, sometimes. <laughs> when you try, I'm just yeah, kidding. No, oh you're, you're very fun to watch. I love it. Yeah. My one number that's always gonna stick in my head uh -oh. is that, uh, I think you were at Henry Mary's in Facade. Mm -hmm. And I forgot, I don't even know what the song's called, but I know it goes, ding -de 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 Oh, shoot. Okay, that was my audition night. It was audition night. It was night. London by Maddie Noyes, I think that's the artist. I didn't even know the lyrics too, but it, yeah, you have it on point. Uh, come down, 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 yeah. London. Yeah, so f what's uh, crazy about that number is the original song is much slower. I've done it like the slow number, but it just doesn't feel right. And so I sped it up mm. with my <laughs> video editing software. Skills. I was like, speed it up. Uh. And I did, and that was my audition. And I remember I was so nervous. I remember, oh, and that night was interesting too, because there was a no longer drag queen because she was very, very, very like mean to people. I remember I had a reveal coat on and I put my hair underneath the reveal coat because that was like a sequent reveal yeah, coat so and I figured like exactly and so that's how I put it and literally seconds before I got on I was walking and this like queen like grabbed my hair and I was walking and so I was walking forward and it, like she pulled out the hair and I was like no I literally was like no 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 and then by that time like the music started playing oh, and so I no. had to like just do it and I remember there's a clip and I'll send it to you of when I took off the reveal coat it got stuck to my hair and that kind of threw me off a little bit but then I was like you know what no like let's deal with it let's keep going gotta roll with the punches exactly and I ended up making the cast that yeah. season and then COVID happened <laughs> <laughs> no but it was I it was so memorable because it was maybe like what 14 15 drag queens was auditioning so many 20. and that number stood out like to me and Louise so much oh. it was like oh my god that's the one number we remember it was like high energy it was fun you were mm -hmm. interacting with the audience so yes. out of all those 15 16 queens they're like Catalina oh you know what else uh, I think well, it, it didn't really put me on the map, but I feel like it got people's attention was the Pokemon look that I did. Rosalia with the yes. roses. People were like, oh my God, who's this bitch, you know? And I think that, and that was really fun because I love Pokemon. Like a lot of people don't realize like my obsession with like horror movies or like cartoons and anime. Like just because I don't really do it doesn't mean like I'm like not a fanatic. But Pokemon was always, it's like my childhood pretty much, you know? And I remember, I think Guido, yeah, Guido had like a Pokemon theme show. And I was like, what could I do? What could I do? And I was looking at like, like sexy, like honestly, I was like sexy Pokemon. That... Rule 34 Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember I saw Rosalia and I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And then I was like, oh, I could, like, I didn't do the alphabet. By then I didn't know how to sew, but I did make the roses. Like I DIY'd that. It's and, such a fun number. Yeah, and I did it and that was like, 
really what people were like, oh my God, who are you? And then Guido had me like every other Pokemon show because they were like, what are you going to serve now, you know? You That's did have cool. a Porygon look too. Yes. I that one. Porygon, and then I did a Jirachi look. Cliff, yeah. Aries in the works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, you I gotta have, do it now. I, I just said it, so you have to do it. Which one? The Clefairy one. Oh, yeah, Clefairy. Clefairy. Yeah, I'm already, like I said, I'm already built like her, so <laughs> I just need to copy her moves. She doesn't do much. She doesn't do she much. She just points. Do Look over there. <laughs> and you can also include the clip where, like, she fights with Jigglypuff you know, when they slap each other. <laughs> you wanna be Jigglypuff? Um, you I just, just wanna bitch slap me, that's all. Well, I know I'm kidding. <laughs> no, that would be fun. Yeah, I don't know how I would. Like, I, I'm such a creative process thinker. I, like, some drag queens, like, when they sew, I don't know if you do this. You know how they draw the outline? I don't draw it. I just, like, envision it in my head, and I just, like, cut it out and do it. Yeah. It's weird, but that's, like, my thing. Everyone works differently. Yeah. But sometimes I do have to, like, draw everything that I want to do, and mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, think it. Because sometimes, like, inspiration just doesn't come to me right. like that. So I have to, like, see, like, where I'm going. Uh -huh. But I see what you're saying yes. like I think that's great because like honestly I can't I, can't. <laughs> I, I just can't started it. learning how to take like measurements like mm. for myself I don't do commissions the only person I actually sew for is Contasaurus because we have believe it or not we have the same belt except his torso is longer because he's taller mm -hmm. but we're like the same size so all I have to add is a couple of inches Inch on the torso yeah. and we're good you know honestly most of the time I don't charge him it's like alright you're my sis you book me like it's mm -hmm. kind of like a mutual like you're paying me because you're booking me kind of yeah. thing and I also told him I'm like and it's good practice for me because we're kind of the same like if I do this for you then I can do it for me yeah you know that's pretty much how it works we're like sisters yes yeah. yeah we help each other we you have to help each other yes you have to now, Carolina, I yes. ask all my guests this question, so I'm sure you saw it coming. But what are some of your short-term goals for drag, maybe for the rest of the year that you want to achieve? And what would be your ultimate goal for your drag? Yes, so some of my short-term goals that I kind of made a resolution this year is sewing more and making more outfits. Because I want to get to the point where, like, <clears throat> I'm comfortable with the machine. Like, you know how they say, like, we're one. <laughs> yeah, just make more outfits. Maybe practice wig making because I cannot. That's, Me like, the neither. one thing. I know, that's the one. And I want to learn so bad. And so I told my sister, I'm like, you know what? You need to learn so we can be a team. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like, you know, she does the wigs, you do the outfits. Exactly. And we start a business called Catalina Hundreds. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> um, but yes, just like sewing more and really focusing on more of my drag because I know last year I was so focused on on boys, not even men, because mm. this ultimately turned out to be boys, that I was not paying attention to my drag. And I feel like this year I'm trying to reclaim that energy and really focus on cat. That's like a short term. I think my ultimate dream goal or like future goal, I think we all want to be like recognized on some television show. Not saying that's like the ultimate goal that I like want to end up in, but that would be awesome. But honestly, I think just kind of helping out my community and just maybe having like a long running show, like a hosting show. That would be fun. That would be fun. I know it's not gonna require a lot of hard work and such and a lot of dedication, but I feel like that would be an awesome like long term or into the future goal. Maybe not so future. I feel like it's it's really possible, like sh not like that long term, you know? Mm -hmm. I've never had my own show or hosted, and that's the one thing everyone always asks me, like, when are you going to have your own show, or would you have an own show? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I get so into my head that I feel like I, I wouldn't be able to. But that's just like my inner demons, like my inner saboteur saying, like, you're not good enough. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> no, but I feel like having your own show also relies on, like, 
the people that helps you out like your right. sisters for example i've only run like my own show for like a couple of weeks it was like when nomi inherited locus and locals mm -hmm. and it's a lot of work but like since i was being helped by her by louise and everybody like it made it easier right. so i feel like yeah maybe like the first couple of shows are gonna be like oh my gosh what am i doing but right. once you get in the cadence it's like okay this mm -hmm. and that and that okay, girl if i can do it you can do it <laughs> I, okay well then done <laughs> okay. i'll call it tomorrow <laughs> who knows though maybe oh maybe on more youtube stuff because i was do you on have a youtube no, I don't have a YouTube, oh. but I was on a, like, on Jubilee, you know, the six drag queens and one fake. That yeah. is true. That was fun. How did you got Casper for that? You know what's so funny is that I had one of my followers who I adore, Ramber, if you're listening to this, I love you. He was the one who reached out and DM'd me. He's like, hey, they're casting, like, drag queens. It would be so cool to see you on. I never went out of my way to see, like, what, you know... I never even knew about it. If yeah. he had not messaged me, I would not have been part of that video. So I, I thanked him. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much for even thinking of me. I'm sure he knows plenty of other drag queens. And maybe he sent them to the other ones too. But you got cast. But the fact, <laughs> no, but the fact that he like thought of me too and like sent it, I was like, all right, like I'll check it out. And I kind of forgot about it the rest of the day. And then the next day I was looking through my DMs and I saw and I applied for it for again, shits and giggles and forgot about it completely. I was like, whatever. And then I got an email from like the producers and stuff. And they were like, hey, we want to move you on to the next round. And that's like a Zoom interview just to kind of see my personality. Did you have stuff. to be in drag for that Zoom interview? No. Okay, no, thank God. Because <laughs> the first part was just filling out, you know, the boring stuff. Yeah. The second part was more like, okay, now let me like interact with you. And it was a director. And yeah, he was just asking me questions similar to like this, minus the hookup. <laughs> um, and I was just answering. And I, I think I was just like, in that moment, I was like, wow, maybe I do have a possibility of being a part of this. And Jubilee, I've seen their videos. I love their videos. It's always mm -hmm. fun, like guessing who the mole is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was just like asking me a lot of questions. And I mean, I don't know if I could be, if I should say this. I, I didn't sign no NDA. They were like, yeah, typically we don't like pay people unless they win the prize money, but they're like, but since you are a drag performer and we know that, you know, you guys rely on, you know, it's this, a lot, yeah. They're like, we will pay you for the episode, whether you win or lose. And on top of that, if you win, then you'll get the prize money. Too. Yeah, because so it's like, not like having just like some random girls or guys just walk in there with some whatever clothes, you know, exactly. it's wigs and like, makeup. And and exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, awesome. And then they're like, all right, well, we're gonna like take you into consideration and we'll let you know like on this day. And I was like, okay, awesome. And then I was just kind of like hoping, I was like, wow, this would be such a cool opportunity. Like, like I was really getting hyped up. And then that same night, I got an email there like, congratulations, you've been casted. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. And I like tried so hard not to tell anybody. I told like my close friends and, you know, and our contestants. And I was like, guys, like I'm gonna do this. But no, it was, it was amazing. Like I, it was so much fun. The box, I will say, is smaller than you think. Oh. Yeah, it's tiny. There, or maybe because I'm a big girl. <laughs> but there were so many of you, too. Girl, where? <laughs> there were so many of you. There was like eight of you guys, right? There was like six or seven of us. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Yeah. But but I saw it. It was so fun. You were you were pretty close to, to winning. I did win. Ooh, spoiler. <laughs> but um, yeah, but somebody else in the comment had mentioned that I got zero votes. Like, no one ever voted for me. And oh, I was like, yeah, that's legit a drag queen. Period. They're like, if she's not a drag queen, then... <laughs> I don't know who is, <laughs> but yeah. That is funny. Yeah. So I think maybe doing things like that or more like YouTube, like, like drag oriented would be awesome. That would be so fun. Yeah, just to kind of put my name out there more. 
I saw something similar. There's like a casting they were calling for like a similar show. I think it was a different YouTuber, but they wanted to do something similar of like, oh, like this many people and one of them is not actually a drag queen. Mm -hmm. And I tried to apply, but they were directing you to apply on their web casting website, which you have to be like a member to actually apply. I'm like, fuck this. The, like, like to pay to, and stuff? Yeah, I had to like pay oh, membership no. to be on their website Sounds to like actually apply. And I'm like, no mama. No, no mama. Yeah. This is not how it works. Exactly. You pay us. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. No, I've seen that one on Instagram and I've harassed them a little bit to have me on the show. Yes. <laughs> They're just sick of me. They're just like, no. Because <laughs> I've been commenting on like all, I, I've seen their videos. I yeah. love the show and I love to be a part of it. Uh -huh. It's called Cooking Sadrag. Yes. And I, I see their videos. It's so fun. A lot of my good friends have been on the show, uh -huh. like Layla Moore. Um, Ruthless. Ruthless was, was there. Uh -huh. Yes. I'm like, okay, I, I want to be on it. And like comment like yes whatever and I sent them like a DM like hey if you ever need a queen of the kitchen because that's what they call their guests like let me know I'm Latina and they're like that's I'm it. Latina party fiesta we can do some tacos I, look you see I can't oh, sadly admitting it I cannot cook me neither, but neither the queens that they have on the oh, show. So uh, I don't no, think that's a problem. But this other one that I was looking at, the cooking, there was one that was, they were trying to do a drag queen cooking competition. And then another one, if you didn't know how to cook. And I was like, let me apply for the second one because I want to learn how to cook, not compete. Yeah. yeah. That would be funny, like a drag queen cooking competition. Right? I would probably go home first. But I mean, listen, <laughs> my five minutes of fame, let me actually apply. Be like, hi, yes, I'm Catalina. I'm your Latina. I'm going to drink some birria. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Kalina, our time is up, oh. unfortunately, but this was such a fun episode. You took me through a whole journey of yes. laughs and being worried oh. and being on my feels. So yeah. I know this is going to be so bomb. Yes. Thank you for having me, finally, <laughs> after <laughs> harassing you. Yes, <laughs> it worked. So maybe it's going to work with me and right? Kiss and Drag. Yes. We'll see you soon, hopefully. <laughs> Where can people find you? social media you can find me on uh, instagram and i think just instagram at catalina de isla catalina with the k because she's different Dead. should i spell it out i don't know i mean you can also go to the show notes and you'll find it there yeah she's gonna be linked any um uh, you also on tiktok oh yes i am on tiktok <laughs> Oh yeah, I was, I was, I remember because listen, you know how my OF, I'm like, it's my OnlyFans is different, but I won't promote this on there. I was trying to think, I'm like, there's another platform that I'm on, but yes, TikTok, the same name. I'm like, um, you're also on TikTok, bitch, don't forget about it. I know, <laughs> I don't post as much, that's why I forget about it. Yeah, but it's fun, it's always fun when I see like your videos, like it's mostly like transitions, and I'm like, yeah. yes, bitch, you better I work. Try. <laughs> I try. I'm, I'm bad at that, I'm mostly like talking videos, that's my thing. No, I love that, and I, the advice that you give, honestly, even I, I'm like, oh wow, I never thought of that, and then I take it. Yeah. Does it work? It does. You're like, no, but. <laughs> like, no, but you know what? Thanks for that. Thanks for nothing. Thanks a lot, right? I hope you're hungry. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Thank you for listening to 100 Steps to Drag. If you like my podcast, don't be shy. Share it with your friends. Leave me a review. If you didn't like it, you're probably homophobic. This episode was edited by Chow Panda Productions. I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.